Hello, and welcome to the Nonprofit Radio Show, a podcast with tips and tools for small nonprofits. If you feel in the dark about how to run a nonprofit, sunshine is on its way. I'm Sarah Brooks, and I'm here today with Nancy Bacon and Joanne Crabtree. And our topic today is, what's your North Star? How do you find your strategy in really uncertain times? Back before the coronavirus, uh, we used to talk about strategic plans as your North Star. They told you where you were going, how you were going to get there. I still believe that having a plan is a good thing to have a guide, but I'm not entirely sure anymore that what needs to be in that plan is the same stuff that was in your plan before. When a world is changing every single day, you need to adapt with your planning. So how do you keep that from turning into total chaos? Hmm, Good question. And one I think we're going to explore today a little bit more because there is this interesting balance between having just enough strategy, but not so much that you're left paralyzed when the world doesn't do what you think it's going to do. I think so often people have a notion of a strategic plan as, you know, that binder on the shelf that we don't look at. So I'm really excited that you're going to unpack that a little bit for us so that we understand, you know, that this isn't meant to be something that sits on the shelf and not used, but how do we make our plan livable? How do we, how do we really lean into it? So I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we're talking about this today, Sarah. Well, you know, Nancy, you and I have talked before about this tension that nonprofits feel. Would you share a little bit of that tension discussion that you and I sometimes fall back on when we are wondering how to help an organization plan? Yeah, nonprofits are in this tension point between being a community and being a business. They're in a a tension point of planning deeply on where they're going to be five years from now and living in the moment and responding to the immediate need that shows up on their doorstep. So just even naming that tension and naming that, you know, there's no one answer for where you should be on that continuum, I think is really helpful. It takes some of that pressure off our shoulders where nonprofits come to me and they say, you know, I need to act more like a business and others are, but we're a community of people who have come together to solve a problem. And the answer is yes, you're both. Absolutely. And I think especially right now, I've heard from a lot of nonprofits who are saying things like, we're doing okay right now, but what are we going to do in six months? What are we going to do in nine months? And my answer to them is this is the perfect time to start thinking about what your plan is. What's your strategy? And maybe that's the better word than plan because plan does sound like something you put a three-hole punch in and put on the binder. And strategy, I think, is a better example of how to be nimble in this process. And for me, when you build a strategy, you have to have three things. The first is you have to know what your organization values. So I think about this great soap company called Lush, beautiful, incredible smelling, super expensive soap. What they put on their bags, however, is the list of what they stand for as an organization. It's a really beautiful list. It says, we believe in these things. And it compels me to want to spend a lot of money on a banana smelling bar of soap. (laughs) Whenever I get that bag, I think, how come every nonprofit doesn't have something they would be willing to put on a bag that says, we believe in these things? That is step one to strategy. Step two is a clear, agreed upon internal process for how you're going to make decisions. What are the key questions that we feel as a board and staff, we have to know the answers to before we'd say, yes, we're leaping at that opportunity. Or no, that's a bright, shiny object we're going to let pass us by. I think every organization can have eight or 10 questions that illuminate when you should say yes and when you need to be careful and say no. And finally, the third thing you need 
is your list of priorities. And this, I find, is the key to not having chaos. Joanne, you asked that at the very beginning, and I think lots of organizations might know their values and they might know the questions they wanna ask, but they're a little unclear on their priorities. So when something sounds good, you go. And I think when you live in a world where you have abundance, which I totally believe in in the nonprofit world, but limited resources, you have to be really good at figuring out what are the things we value the most? What do we believe will make the most difference? Or what do we believe we're gonna be the best at providing? What will we do ourselves? What are projects that we're going to be willing to partner with someone? So we won't take on all the burden ourselves, but we'll work on with someone else. And what are ones that we're really going to let someone else do better than us? So if you think if you have those three pieces to your strategy, that doesn't have to be in a binder at all. It can just be our organizational list, an internal list of questions we know we're always going to follow, and then that list of priorities. Think then you're well on your way to a nimble strategy. I think it's so helpful. And again, that North Star idea puts everybody's eyes into the same place. Everyone's looking at the same values, the same decisions. Nonprofits involve so many different people, so many smart people, connected people, people with ideas on how to serve. And that can generate a lot of work. One board member wants to go in one direction. Another board member wants to go in a different direction. A donor has a great idea. Why aren't you doing that? That's that chaos that Joanne asks about, having something that just draws everyone's eyes to the same place. The way we all look up to the sky and we see the North Star, we're all looking there no matter who we are. That's the kind of tool that you're talking about. Right. And it doesn't eliminate conversation or discussion or even conflict. It just helps keep those conversations in boundaries that are actually productive and effective. It helps you say, great board member idea. Let's bring that through our process. Let's make sure it fits. And oftentimes what'll happen is the donor or board member will realize, oh, that's probably not the right fit for you right now. And maybe you can help them find the organization with whom it does fit perfectly. The beautiful thing about a strategy in this form rather than a plan, I think, is that it gives you the opportunity to be open and then bring things through in a conversation so that at the end of the day, the decision feels like it was made by the whole group in real time, as opposed to at one board retreat and then written down on paper. And forgotten about. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, a lot of board members think that conflict is something to be avoided. And I just love this idea of having those conversations. You actually get a better product in the end. You get a better program in the end. With the mission being our guiding North Star, we can always look and see, does this move the mission along? Even if it moves the mission along, then we have to ask, do we have the resources to do this? If we don't have the resources to do this, can we tweak this so that we can make it happen? And the question moves to how do we make this happen and in what form does it look like? Absolutely. And one of the other things I love about thinking, especially in this really uncertain time, this is a great opportunity to introduce a new way of producing a strategy or strategic plan. People will be open to it. It's a great way to try it out and see if it works in your organization. And I also think it's an incredible opportunity to reflect on what you already do and run it through our organizational values, our priorities, and our process of did we answer all the right key questions before we said yes on this? And you, you, know, you may find that there are things that don't fit anymore. And in this changing world, we have to be okay with letting go of the things that don't fit anymore. 
I find that the hardest part in traditional strategic planning, what usually happens in a strategic planning session or sessions is that you add, you're just adding more programs, new great ideas come out. And then you try at the end to say, well, what are some things we're not going to do? And then no one ever puts anything up there except maybe the one event that nobody really liked doing anyway. But you're never balancing. You never get to that point of balance. You just keep adding. And what I love about this idea of thinking about your a North Star being a series of processes, a series of questions, a series of things you stand for as opposed to work items, is it gives you this opportunity to be really nimble both in adding what you do and nimble in saying it's okay for us to let that go Mm -hmm. and maybe this disruption allows us to do that you know i think a big thing with strategic planning is right sizing it to your organization and to your staff if you have staff then your strategic plan might be a little bit more developed if you're an all-volunteer nonprofit, you might just have a few kind of hours of discussion. You don't need to really flesh out something. So this idea of right-sizing it to who you are and what you're trying to achieve. And I also think it's an awesome opportunity to think about partnerships. Where it gets tossed around all the time, and I'll be the first to admit that pre-coronavirus, I would sometimes hold my head and think, oh, partnerships can be so much work. But I'm realizing now that there are these incredible overlap opportunities for us to do something more than we could do alone. And sometimes when you run a new idea through your process, you'll realize we can do part of this, but we won't be able to do this to the level it needs to be done alone. And then you can take it to maybe an organization you've never thought of working with before and see if you can come out of this even more impact than you had before. You mentioned balance, and I think a lot of nonprofits suffer because they're out of balance. And I like to think about it in terms of balancing internal and external. So your internal engine, you know, your staff, your money, your systems, with your external support, partnerships, money, stuff like that. And now everyone's kind of out of balance because the internal stuff has kind of moved aside. We have less staff, we have less money. And that really means that to do what we need to do, we've got to counterbalance that with these partnerships. And I see some radical partnerships coming out of COVID, some really exciting partnerships. People who never would have called that other organization down the street are now doing it in order to make sure people get fed, in order to make sure that people are served. So this radical kind of partnership development that's coming out of these times is part of your strategy, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Sarah, what's our word of the week? Our word for the week is strategy. And I picked that word because I like it better than planning. It's a little more dynamic, has a little more opportunity to change and be different each day, which is how our lives feel a little bit right now. It's also important for me to go to sleep each night knowing that we at least have a process for how we're going to make decisions. I cannot forecast what the world is going to look like in September, let alone make a strategic plan for a year right now. But I can make sure our organization has a strategy. We are clear on what guides us. We're clear on what matters to us. We're clear on what we're the best at providing. And we're clear on where we have an opportunity to work with others. I can fall asleep at night if I know those things, even if I don't know what the world will look like in a few months. I love the word strategy because it reminds me of, you know, those pictures of geese flying in a perfect V. And that's the image that we all use when we talk about strategic planning, because it really speaks to the, the alignment, the efficiency, the collaboration and partnership. You know, how one bird from the back will fly to the front so that everybody's sharing the load. 
So when I think of strategy, I think of that image and I think of efficiency and effectiveness and really getting where we need to go together. And you know, those geese don't always know what the weather's gonna do, right? Mm -hmm. But formation is the best for any weather. Sarah, Nancy, when I think about strategy, I think about intention. Building our strategy on top of the framework of our organization's values and beliefs, and then stating our intentions can be really powerful. Mm -hmm. Have you ever noticed how intention can almost be magical? Once we state our intention, our subconscious has a way of bringing it up over and over again. And that happens even when we don't want it to. Mm -hmm. We can use intentions as part of our strategy to subconsciously and consciously guide us. Of course, we're still going to have to act on those intentions. Sarah, what final thoughts do you have for us today? So instead of thinking about planning, start thinking about strategy. When you're in an uncertain time, you have to know what you stand for, how you're going to make decisions, and what your priorities are. If you do that, you've totally got this. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll share this episode of the Nonprofit Radio Show with your colleagues, friends, and family. Nonprofit Radio Show. Sunshine for small nonprofits. Tune in for our next episode on your favorite podcasting site or at nonprofitradioshow.com. Nonprofit Radio Show is hosted by Nancy Bacon, Sarah Brooks, and Joanne Crabtree. Music composed by Riley Crabtree.